like, damn it, I gotta record a podcast. <laughs> okay, hi guys. Alright, I'm turning down my GPS. As you can hear, I'm driving. I know, I know, I'm supposed to be podcasting from my house with my mic that I bought but you know what fuck it shit doesn't work like that and I can't honestly other than like school and work shit I can't honestly say (laughs) what I can't I can't tell you when I've been home I don't I feel like it was a day I feel like there was one day one day where I was like home and I wasn't doing shit and it was like I took a break and I'm pretty sure that was Friday um so i am driving because i am going to go help my mom clean up her place before she gets here she is leaving her vacation today she's flying in today i flew in last monday and i got in at like 11 30 at night didn't get home till 12 12 and you know midnight or whatever and midnight 30 and um then i had like class at eight in the morning so it's been a really hectic thing and beautiful hectic so i I guess i'll i will get you guys updated with what's going on in my life first because that will be the most interesting i think i'm so mad about this scratch on my new phone okay don't get scratched okay anyways update on what's going on in my life so i was in st thomas for my vacation um and also family taking care of the whole nine and um that's why i wasn't recording podcasts is because i was enjoying that i was taking a break from that i was taking a break from pure tifa I really wanted to spend time connecting with nature and I think I'm just going to give up on that when I go on vacations unless I make that a specific vacation because it never happens. Mostly because my family loves me, which is cool, and um, they want to spend time with me and they want me to do things with me and so then I end up doing those things and not... not having um enough time for like my me things which i probably should make time for more but you know c'est la vie any homes so i actually got a really big order for my business pure tifa and i am preparing it and i am in crunch time and there's still a lot that needs to be done even though if you know me you know i'm a planner um there's still so much that needs to be done not because of me though but because i've been waiting on supplies from amazon and when they missed my saturday deadline i knew they weren't going to deliver on sunday and monday was martin luther king's day so hmm, um you know whatever and i've just been i've been really blessed i'm getting ready to host my uh first event of the year which is manifest your new year event um that is this week i'm so excited it's on saturday so if you're hearing this podcast and you want to go to that event it's a ten dollar event it's on facebook and you can just look up pure tifa p-u-r-e-t-i-f-a and you can find the event because it's there 
Um, what else? I am just trying to work on building my business, building me. My classes are going so good, are going good this far. This is going to be my uh, graduating semester with my associates. There's so many things that are in the works. I am a little stressed about money. um, But that part I don't want to talk about. Uh, Maybe I'll make a podcast just specifically about that. But no, this one is our catch-up podcast. This is our catch-up for 2021. There's been a lot of shit that's happened already, guys. Oh, holy shit. Okay, what first? Um, Ooh, okay. We're going to talk about the Capitol riots. That was... So I was in St. Thomas when it was happening. Um, And me and my mom were doing... I think it was a Monday don't remember I think it was a Monday no it wasn't I don't remember what day it was but my mom and I were both really really busy um I think that's the same day that I got my call to make this proposal for this company and um we were we're both really busy and we're trying to like conserve internet and she's having meetings and I'm typing proposals and working and getting school stuff ready and um all of a sudden we get like alerts and I, I think at first I ignored my alert because I you know I had a feeling that there was going to be some hoopla around it and everything like that I guess I just didn't expect it to be this crazy so watching it um from St. Thomas was interesting to me because it feels way different than kind of like watching it from the states because you're seeing it, even though St. Thomas is a U.S. territory, you're seeing it, like, on the outsider looking in, like, damn, look at those fucked up people over there. Glad it's not us. But you see it that way because you're an ocean separated from ocean and or sea, depending on where you are, separated from the U.S. But that shit was fucking crazy. I don't know. I, it was, I, we didn't have good internet where I was. And so I was trying to like keep up on CNN and all the articles and all the updates and and I was I was getting these these updates very uh, sporadically. So I'm like on CNN the website and even like being on the website the internet was slow. And so I'm just like keeping up with every little uh, um, article update or message update they they gave us and I'm like watching this like via that so I'm not I didn't actually get to watch CNN until a little bit later on when I was like okay I can't do this anymore I have to watch and I was waiting for CNN to make it where it was a live broadcast and I could watch and everything like that so it was stressful to say the least to kind of see how extremists took words and feelings and emotions and then applied it to their situation right um how how did this this thing that is should be a simple 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 thing where we're just certifying results for an election turn into this how how did how the fuck did we get here and honestly i'm not one of those people who are wondering how the fuck we got here because to let you know the fuck we got here is hatred and when you spread hatred and you continue to spread hatred and you tell people to hate and you tell people to fight and you 
you know, you incite violence, then this is where you end up. And a lot of people are like, man, this just started. How did it, it, to me, it wasn't an, one incident. I mean, I do think that it, there was something that ignited the flame. But this was this was building. We've built these la um, these logs, these coals, these whatever the fuck you want to call them. We've built these over the last four years. Um, we've listened to rhetoric that tells us that some people are better than, some people are lesser than, that some things are good and some things aren't. We've kind of watched the the fall of democracy a little bit in his last four years. And so I'm not really surprised that it happened. It was that doesn't mean that it wasn't shocking. It was definitely shocking to see people destroy the capital on the guise of protecting democracy. So that was very interesting. Threaten, you know, elected officials, um, kill police officers, beat police officers with flags with the American flag on the guise of protecting democracy. So you defaced uh, a building, uh, the actual democratic, and you interrupt the actual democratic process to protect democracy, which is just insane. Um, I've made this statement many times on my Facebook, on my Twitter, on my social media, but, you know, we often sit and think, how did Germany let adolf hitler get to where he was right how to how that that could never happen and the truth is, is that it could happen anywhere um intolerance exists everywhere and to pretend or to act as it doesn't or act as, as if your words don't have weight or don't have meaning that that helps us get to where we are to pretend like there aren't people in this world that don't feel a certain way towards certain people is ignorant and dangerous and I've been telling that to people for years I've been telling that to people when I get in arguments with them on Facebook and they say oh they're just my words and they're just my opinions and I've always told people you have to be very careful with your words and how you speak and your opinions because you don't know what other people can see them as and what they can create or induce right um there's this episode of bones where this guy was on the radio and he had his own radio show and he was spewing government hate and conspiracy theories and all that and someone used his show and the frequency to become a suicide bomber um or to set off a well he that person was a suicide but to set off a bomb strapped to a person and so, you know, at the end of the episode, he decides to change his rhetoric. He says, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to cancel this show. I'm going to, um, end it here. I no longer want this to be my legacy. Um, you know, move with love, move with peace, move with kindness. And I'm not saying that those things are the answers to all problems. I definitely don't think so. But I will say that it is, um, I will, I will say that it, it helps, right? When you aren't spewing hatred and anger and all of those things, all of those things are energy. We're all made out of energy and what you put out, you get back. 
So we, you know, we, how did we think that we're going to put so much negativity and anger and frustration into this world and we weren't going to see the result of it? How did, how do we think this is going to come to be? How did, how did you guys think that this is going to end? And this is a real question. And if you guys have time to send in responses and everything like that, I will love to hear how you guys view this because I view this as ending this way. Um, so that is all I can, I don't want to say legally, but safely discuss about the subject. I think it was crazy. Um, we're actually talking about it in my social psychology class right now. It was just really intense. Um, it was a lot, but now you guys are going to be listening to this on inauguration day, which is great. And it's perfect because we can talk about how fucking amazing it is tomorrow slash today is the inauguration and we are going to get a um change in administration the runoff election in georgia um the runoff election in georgia is over and now the democrats will have the Democrats will have the presidency, um, the House and the Senate, which is great. Although I do believe that the checks and balances were set and that there is a reason why you're supposed to have at least one house opposing because you don't need someone who's always going to agree with you. Right. Um, but I do believe that it's something that is needed right now to heal and to change, um, I don't, I don't believe that, I try not to believe that either party is right or wrong. I just think that either part, you know, different people see things differently, but you, there is no difference in seeing how the world, how the U.S. has changed in this last four years. Um, there is no ignoring Mitch McConnell saying that he doesn't care if the policies will benefit the United States citizens or not. He his goal is to get Obama out of the office. You know, those things you can't ignore. So there's a lot of healing from hate that needs to be done, um, which is interesting because the last four years were kind of a um, I don't want to say in healing, but a break from, you know, a lot, there were certain people who were fed up with the way that they felt the the country was running or something like that. And they vehemently decided like hey okay we're done and that's how we got to this crazy administration we are in now but now we get a chance to kind of heal and maybe hopefully find some balances maybe hopefully find some way where things work and things can be healed and we can grow from this situation that we are in it would really suck if we were just stuck in a place where there's continued hatred because honestly I don't know much how I don't know how much more we could have taken okay and we're back so I'm excited to have a female black and brown vice president guys insert um woo 
noises here, right? Because how exciting. What a great time to be alive. To just realize how fucking awesome this is, you know? I, in my life, you know, they talk about millennials and how millennials have lived through some of some great economical downturns and a lot of shit all happening at once but you know what as a millennial as also I have also lived through having a black president and as of tomorrow slash today a black and brown female vice president so that's that is that is so exciting guys you know sometimes we just have to take it all in there's a lot of fucked up shit going on there's rumors that people are trying to kidnap congress members and there's rumors that uh, there's going to be another coup and all kinds of stuff and you know cnn anderson cooper yada 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 but let's take a second to realize like just how monumental this moment will be i'm pretty sure i'm gonna cry again um so but yeah it's it's just such a great time let's just be happy and celebrate because who the fuck knows you know who would have thought um i love in michelle michelle obama's book she, I always call it Michelle Obama's book instead of saying Becoming Us. But regardless, she talks about how change, you know, she, in her journey and especially when she was, you know, the uh, first lady, she learned that change is um, gradual. It's not something that happens overnight. You have to watch it happen slowly. And um, for me, that speaks volumes to just this whole process to everything that's happening you know I I definitely didn't know if I was going to see it in my lifetime and I get to see both in my lifetime so I am really happy about that I am excited to watch the inauguration tomorrow while making a whole bunch of candles and teas to fulfill my order it's great um all right the last thing I want to talk about today I am definitely going to try to do more topics in the podcast hopefully some might be very zero focused some might not um but one of the last things i wanted to talk about is i wanted to kind of give an update and share my um journey through therapy i know i talked about it a while ago um and in therapy i've learned so much i learned that i have a narcissistic parent i learned that um oh my god that was really that was a lot to say i haven't said that on something like this platform where people other than like my inner circle here um i don't say this to belittle defame or whatever the parent i just i just say it to it's it's my truth it's my it's my life it's my honesty um um i've i've been working on that a lot um learning kind of how that truly affected my growth as a person right like how did this situation how did it really affect how I think how I act 
how I talk, how I speak. Um, so my therapist recommended a book that was specifically um, written for my parent-daughter um, situation. And it is down to the T describing how the daughter of a narcissistic parent can become, how that parent can act. It's been very, reading the book has been very eye-opening. Talking to, so my therapist gave it to me and talking to her through it. First of all, shout out to her because she read this whole book with me. So shout out to her for doing that. Um, But talking to her about it, learning about how I communicate, how I talk, how I think, how I feel has been really important. One of the things that we're working on right now is that, and I guess I've always known this, I've said it to people cognitively, but I've never attached it to anything or realized that it was causing such problems in my life and even in my therapy because when I talk to my therapist I don't say oh this is how it made me feel or this is what's going on I say this is what happened and she did this and she did that and this happened I relay my day I talk about the facts I disassociate myself from my feelings often and you know I remember one time I was at a party and I was drunk and but it was at my house so don't judge um and it before COVID and I had discussed that I grew up in an abusive household and we're just saying something and I was like I don't know blah 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 abusive household so whatever who cares and everyone looked at me not everyone but the people who were around me looked at me and I was like what and they were like that was really dark of you and I was like was it it was just the truth I'm confused um and so then they're like okay we're taking the liquor away from Tifa no more for her but I you know I always made that joke about when I tell stories I try to tell things without my emotions attached to it another thing that someone said while I was in uh finishing my last oh I finished tarot I have a tarot reader certification I am doing that um for pay money now like as, 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 as an addition to my business I am doing that so that's great but in our last reading someone said that you know you put everything into these boxes and you just don't deal with them and now it's time for you to unpack these boxes and to deal with them so that was really hard because I do I I detached myself from my feelings I put these things in my box in these boxes and I detach from them and I know that they exist I am cognitively aware of them and I most likely can speak to you about them without having any real emotional attachment to it. And I thought that was good, right? I thought that was me being strong and um, a survivor, a continuer, someone that didn't allow the pain and strain and whatever from the past affect how they moved in the future and now I'm starting to realize that that's just not the case anymore you know um it is not it's not stronger to be disconnected from your feelings so I'm working on that I've downloaded an app I think it's called Dalio to kind of keep track of my moods throughout the day that was one of the things let me check that was one of the things that my therapist suggested that I do um yeah it's called Dalio that was one of the things that my therapist suggested that I do 
so that I can kind of understand my feelings more and I can know how I was feeling in that moment right and now now I'm feeling sad because I feel like I want to cry just because it's it's there's so much that I have and that I feel that's buried so deep within me that I I don't even know last week I sat on the floor and I cried because I was so happy but I was so upset like it, it's it's hard having a narcissistic parent it's hard having it's, it's it's hard having more than just narcissistic parent it's hard having narcissistic family members um and growing up in that environment and feeling very unsafe and very unheard and you know they talk about in the book about how your emotions are are aren't aren't valued aren't valid aren't safe um everyone's always calling you over emotional or over sensitive um and it, it was so weird how almost accurate it is. Um, so just working on ha- being able to get in touch with my emotions without having to feel like I'm being oversensitive or, or I'm feeling this way and it's not okay or I'm feeling that way and it's not okay. Just being able to be in my emotions and feel okay with them. And if something makes me mad, let it make me mad. Or if something makes me sad, let it make me sad. Um, there's a lot of control that you have to have when you have a narcissistic parent you don't know for, at least for me I don't I didn't know where I was going to get the overabundant or the neglectant so that's it's hard you you develop these defense mechanisms you develop these things to help you survive even as a young child and now you have to read books and cry in a pillow and as my book says find your inner nurturer um, and so that is, I, I wanted to give an update on my journey. Cause it's really funny because honestly in therapy, I thought that I was like, well, I'm not having feelings anymore and I'm just kind of recounting my day. And it's just like, why am I doing, why am I in therapy? Like I thought that I was like, okay, maybe I'm done. Maybe I'm better. Whole jokes on me. This was just the fucking beginning now the real work starts where I have to attach, you know, I have to say it makes me sad that I felt like I didn't grow up with a loving parent. Um, it makes me sad that a lot of these things that happened in my life shouldn't have happened. Um, it, it upsets me. And, it, and even still saying this, it's still hard for me to, I can say the words, but I can't bring the emotions to them. So that's a little difficult as well even though like I can feel like on on, like just behind my surface wants to break down and cry and say why why did this happen to me I think that also part of my big dilemma right now is that I like where I am I like who I'm building to be and a lot of that is through therapy um and I just don't want to live in the past anymore but I often forget just how much the past affects me or how um for instance I got kicked out of this group uh and I wasn't even wrong but I felt so rejected right I did the right thing I said all the right things and I felt so rejected and it was they talk about this in the book as well and it was like air being sucked out of your stomach and you just feel deflated deflated I think was the word and um listening listening to it and trying to understand all of these things I, I I still have these triggers I still have these moments where things make me feel 
like I'm back in an environment that I was in and even though I feel like I'm making a lot of strides to be a better person a part of me wants to dissociate that version I wrote in my journal that um little me versus bigger me right so I I don't I I don't want to cry anymore for myself I'm happy that everything happened to me that bring me here I want to cry for little me because little me couldn't you know didn't have the hindsight to see where we would go and little me was just a scared little girl who just wanted to be loved and understood and blah 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 so um yeah I think that is all the time I'm stealing this from my podcast I think that's it guys I think it's it um thank you guys so much for listening I promise 2021 one of my goals is to make this more consistent whether it is with my pristine equipment or it's just like this I'm going to try to give you guys more of this I see that more people are listening and I'm really appreciative of it and I'm gonna keep going don't forget you can follow me on that girl pdcast on twitter and on instagram I don't have a facebook um but nonetheless you can follow me on those two you can always leave messages if you want to know what books i'm talking about or other things that i'm talking about i am not comfortable sharing all of my information on here yet um but i can be comfortable sharing it with you guys privately so if you do want to know more information please don't hesitate to message me and i will give you it other than that thank you guys for listening don't forget to five star like love share comment write reviews hell i'm all saying i am and i will talk to you guys next time thank you and goodbye